Feel I'm moving on to better things, yeah Every new day is a better me, yeah Old memories are dead to me Late night, right, could catch a felony Cause I've been drinking, smoking, leaning I'm just going to get right into it. So, what is your origin story? Um, So, basically, just, like, I started rapping when I was 17. Um, and uh, it just, you know, started out just for fun. Like, I did it for a few years just for fun. Um, I was kind of on and off at first. I At first, I didn't really, uh, it was, like, my friends that were rapping. And um, I would just kind of, like, be there. Um and eventually, like, you know, my friend was, like, one that wanted to start making music and stuff. And um, I was just there. And I was just like, yo, bro, you write me some lyrics and I'll, I'll rap, whatever. And so, like, long story short, it came to, like, I went over to his house. And he had, like, a karaoke mic. Like, bare minimum, karaoke mic and audacity or faster, however the fuck you said. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we just, like went in and I was like, Oh yeah, like where are my lyrics and stuff? He's like, I didn't write you nothing <laughs> He's like, You gotta write your own lyrics. I'm like, bro, I can't I don't rap, you know? And I just like I never really thought about rapping like ever. Like it never even really crossed my mind. I kinda I don't know, I just never really thought about it. Um I wrote a lot of poetry for a a minute, like when I was younger and a little bit in in high school too. But I just never really correlated that with rapping. Um and so then I just, you know, I started, I started writing and, and I, I really, I really had a love for poetry. So, um, when I started writing, trying to write music, I was, I kind of felt that same kind of energy. So, um, it kind of just kept me going. I, I, I wrote one song and it just got me hooked. I just kept, you know, wanting to write more and stuff and, um, started writing more, started like freestyling eventually and stuff with like the homies and. You know, we just keep doing it on the car just like any other friend. I'm sure everyone has their friends that they were in the car with, that they freestyle with, mm-hmm. you know, um, smoking and shit. And yeah, and so it kind of started out that way. And then um, eventually, like, uh, I would say a few years in, um, I was, like, really thinking what I wanted to do in my life. I I just didn't really have any plan. I, I was going to school to... Uh, be a physical therapist, and um, it wasn't really want what I wanted to do. I, I kind of did, but once I started getting into it, I didn't. I just started thinking about my life in general. I'm like, well, you know, it's like you, you only have such a short amount of time in this world. Like, what do you really want to do? So I just was like, fuck, I was, I'd rather waste all my energy like doing something I love and um, trying to make a living out of that than waste all my energy doing something I don't like. And I know I can make a living, but it's just, it's not as satisfying of a feeling. So I was just like, you know, that's it. And um, I started just, you know, being in the studio, like, every day. And, I mean, by the studio, I I started out just by buying my own mic, you know, my own mic stand. I bought, like, uh, one of those uh, MIDI boxes. And then um, I had, what did I have at the time? I don't know, I didn't have, like, a crazy recording program. I just had one that recorded my voice. I think it was 
not GarageBand because I uh, didn't have a Mac at the time. I had, oh, it's Cubase. That's what it was called. Yeah, Cubase. <laughs> and I used that, and I just recorded music. Um, like, every day I would record a few songs. And uh, at the time, too, we'd, like, have parties and stuff, and there'd be, like, people over. And I, I'd still be, like, I had a closet that I actually recorded. And so it was kind of soundproof. We'd always, we'd always, like, foam it up and make it really soundproof. So I was just being there rapping. Like, wow, people are, like, partying shit. Like, I was always just making music. Uh, it was funny. It was, it, was, it was good times. I was, like, it was, like, the times where I was really developing my craft. And I, I feel like I um, every project I've been coming out with um, is just more of a development in my craft. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's the love of it that kind of got me to where I'm at right now because um, I really just, like, you know, was just doing – my own thing, I, back in middle school and stuff, like, I was playing, I was more of an athlete, even throughout high school, I was just, like, playing basketball and doing stuff like that, but, um, yeah, I never really thought about the bigger picture until later on, um, but, yeah, like, that's basically how I started, it was really with just the friends, and it was really off a whim, so, like, everything kind of happens for a reason, so it just kind of happened that way, my, my friends that were rapping with me kind of just, um, you know, did other things. Um, and usually that's kind of what happens. Even when a lot of people just, you know, just rap for fun. So it was like, it's kind of what we're just doing for fun. But I was one out of the group that kind of just took it more serious eventually just because it's kind of where my life led me. And, you know, I really, I really respect that because there comes a time in any person's life where, you have to really readjust and think, what do, I really, what do I really want to do with my life? And through this development, um, you know, when you were studying your craft and, and really doing your thing, recording, getting the gist of making music and putting together projects, do you feel like, you know, um, you're a geographical area, Portland, like the culture, you know, the art culture, you know, did that influence you in any way or um, were, what were there any other uh, exterior influences of um, around you that that like made you and molded you as an artist? Yeah, I feel like um, Portland, um, Northwest in general, uh, primarily yeah, Portland, um, crafted my sound, and you know Vancouver too. I'd be back and forth a lot. My dad lives in Portland. My mom lives in Vancouver. And uh, I would say that it, it definitely uh, took a, a role on how my music was created um, as far as even the way I, I rap and what I rap about um, and, and how I speak, too. It, it's all influenced, I feel like, from where I'm from. And, uh, you know, just it, it, it brought out a different sound in me. Um, I, didn't, I, I feel like... In the Northwest, it's it's a lot. You get a lot of time to like, at least where I'm from. Like, it, I I have a lot of time just to think about stuff. You know, I I didn't have too many distractions and stuff like that. I, I had a lot of time to think. So I always, my mind would always be somewhere. You know, it's like, so I'd always be all just you know in a different area with my mind, and I always just look at things a little different. Or maybe I looked at things the same as people. I just didn't vocalize it, you know, and um, that's what I hope through my music, like, when I vocalize stuff, it's like, oh, people, like, connect with that, 
Um, but yeah, man, it, I definitely feel like it definitely had a role. I listened to a lot of different music throughout my time, like rapping too. Like when I first started rapping, I was really listening to um, Andre Nicotina yeah. and like you know, like Bay Area rap. It was heavily influenced in like my very early stages. I don't even have songs from that era anymore, but um, like my first song I ever made, I made the beat and um, and then I rapped it and it was a super bear influence. Like it just sounded, it sounded like a bear song. I don't have it anymore. I don't know where the hell it went, but um, yeah, that was like when I first started out. And then like maybe like a year into it or two, like Mac Miller came out. Um, I first saw Mac Miller on Hot New Hip Hop, and he was like, one of his songs, and honestly, I can't remember, it was like before he dropped Kids, but it was like right before that. Um, and then like, as I was looking into it, he dropped Kids, like probably right after I kind of discovered him, but um, yeah, so I started listening to Mac Miller a lot. Um, he was a big influence. Kid Cudi was a big influence as far as you know, Man on the Moon and all that. Um, his his stuff was like, you know, it, I feel I feel like I relate to that because um, they're they're all individuals in their own way, and their trends weren't exactly mimicked by anybody. No one else was really like Kid Cudi or Mac Miller. Like Mac Miller was a dude that was like, you know, rapping about you know, normal, normal stuff. <laughs> and it was like, it was like real, it was like realistic stuff. And you're like, oh, I can relate with that my own life. It, he's showing you don't really have to, you know, be a gangster rapper or, you know, he's just, you know, white dude doing his thing. And, and I, I really respected that shit. Um, and Kid Cudi in the same way was just like, you know, a dude that wasn't on the same type of rap shit as everyone else. He had a different flow. He was talking about things that were like, you know, people that are alone or depressed. Um, he was relating with those people. And I can relate with that because it's like, you know, like everyone goes through their times and stuff. And, and I also try to spread that message to my own music. It's like, you know, people that are alone or sad or depressed or have anxiety and stuff, they're able to listen to, you know, my music and be able to be like, just forget about, you know, kind of live in the moment more start living in the moment more. And that's what I Kid Cudi is like, you're kind of living in that moment when you're listening to his songs that captivates you in a certain way. Um, so I really look up to him too. Um, and then, yeah, throughout that, I mean, I always, I, I always like the mainstream stuff too. Um, I like Drake. I like ASAP Rocky a lot. Yeah. Um, ASAP Rocky I was listening to a lot. Probably like, three or four years in, yeah, like, around the same time as Mac Miller, but, like, after, of course, because he came out a little bit later, but, yeah, when I was listening to him, I was like, damn, like, you know, I, I, I a lot of my influence of wordplay came from ASAP, like, I just didn't really, I, I was really inspired by the way he uh, twisted his words and stuff and how he, how he raps, I'm really inspired by that, and I learned some wordplay from him, for sure, um, and also Tyga, and Tygo was just, like, super pop, and when he came out with, like, Black Thought 2 or something like that, yeah. Um, 
that one was dope, the album. And, I mean, he just, like, titles the same way. Like, the wordplay is, like, I was, I'm, I was always really interested in wordplay for some reason. Um, it always fascinated me how you can make words, like, coexist together. Everything makes sense. It's still a story, but the way you rhyme it is just so, like, so trippy, man. So I, I was really fascinated about that. I was always into the artists with wordplay. Even Eminem, you know, like, that's why I love Eminem. Just the same reason. Like, he's super lyrical, probably the most lyrical, arguably, and he has the most craziest wordplay. Um, yeah, I can go on forever, though. I mean, Busta Rhymes. Oh, dude, yeah, um, dude, I like I like every name that you've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, it's like, I mean, I even like Wiz Khalifa because it was like, uh, Wiz Khalifa, he came out, he, he's a slower rapper, but he still has that kind of, that wordplay. I mean, I'm just, I'm super into that. I, I want to see like an individual rapper that's like, dang, they, they really are their own sound. Like, that's the main goal, you know, like, that's how you know you're being 100% authentic is when someone can hear you and be like, oh, that's that person because you're the only one with that sound. Like, you go away, that, that sound's gone forever. And that's where every artist should really be aiming for. You shouldn't want to sound like someone else because if you do too much, then, you know, you're replaceable. It's easy to replace. Because I think one of the things that really... Uh, attracted me to your music and I remember when you sent me a music video what I really liked about you was that I, I totally like being from Oregon it's I get that Oregon vibe but musically I noticed that you had a vast variety of influences and I really noticed that like because I'll hear rappers and usually they're copying the trend of like yeah I da, 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 da. but I noticed that you were you were hitting different pockets different flows and you really flex a lot of musicality but I, I, I like I like you because you don't make one kind of song. You have very vast, as a human, you have emotions. Like Tupac Shakur was famous because he was a great artist, but he also was able to connect with so many people because he displayed all dimensions of his emotions. And I listen, I listen to your Bird EP, and I, I like to hear like the fact like you can have a song where you're talking about you know just relationships or just going through life, and then you can have a, a record that's like. You can have late nights and like that is just a really dope party record, you know what I mean? And yeah. you can vibe out and you can chill to it. And but your introspection is something that's always, while I listen to your music, it just keeps me enthralled because it's like this. It's like songs that I've listened to, I've heard by you. It's it's like you're taking the you're taking the listener on the journey, and I don't snap out of it until the end of the track, and that's not an easy thing to do. So I think you being a poet really helped. Um, and also, I wanted to ask, too, like, coming from that poetic background, like, do you feel like you uh, get certain influences from certain poets, maybe not even rappers, per se? And maybe do you feel like you have, um, like, say, uh, you know, like, say, uh, do you feel like, for example, like, Robert Frost, like, people like that, like, do you feel like you, you kind of retain some of that writing ability and, and you can translate it? Um, that's just crazy you say that because, like, even though I, like, do poetry and I'm really into it, it's like, I don't really, I didn't never really look into the realm of, of, uh, poets. Like, it's weird. It's like, even, even when I'm starting to rap, like, like I never, like, it's, it's, it's weird, but I never learned how to, to, like, 
write or rap or do poetry from actual people that were doing it. I kind of just did my own thing and um, developed it because, I mean, in the beginning, my stuff was so scrambled. It was, it probably didn't make sense to 90% of the people. And a lot of it wasn't on point or tempo or whatever you call it. Because uh, poetry was like, you didn't really need a tempo, you know, you just write. But when there's rapping, it's like, you need tempo and melodies and all that. And that became more um, something I had to find myself. I So, I mean, I never really looked into any of, like, any poets or anything for guidance. I kind of just wrote what I felt. And, uh, I mean, I did it, honestly, starting out was in a class. And we were, we had to write poems. I was, like, part of, you know, our school, whatever. And um, so I, I just got into it right there. And then my teacher was just like, You're, she just, like, told me I'm a natural at poem. Like, I was natural at writing poems. And she, like, took one of she took one of them and sent it in somewhere. I don't know where she sent it. I can't even honestly remember. It was so long ago. Like, it was in middle school. But she sent it in somewhere to go. I don't even know where she sent it. I can't honestly even tell you. But I just know that she was tripping out about it and, like, <laughs> read the whole class, my poems and stuff. And I was like, dang, like, I didn't even think I was, like, I didn't think I was like, I mean, I didn't know. I had no idea. But like, she, she definitely boosted my confidence. And then, then I just kind of just like, oh, I kind of like doing it, you know. And so I started getting into it. But I never really looked into the realm of, like, like poetry and stuff. I, I can't honestly tell you any names of, of poets or recite any from other people. But, um, yeah, I mean, I appreciate the crap. I, I feel like I feed so much off energy when I'm around people. Um, I feed off their energy. They could be, if they're negative or whatever, I can I can feel that like physically in my body. Um, so I I I get influenced by life in general. It's like, you know, my surroundings is what influences me at all times. Um, to like to make whatever I'm making. And I think that's what why I'm I am unique because, you know, it's like I I'm not really looking towards anyone else towards guidance about what to write about or what to do or what's influenced me. It's kind of just like being created throughout my life of just whatever's been around me at that moment. That's why it's like sometimes I can't relate to a song I wrote two years ago because I was literally in a moment like that song. It was literally real life for me. <laughs> and it's like sometimes that's not the same life I'm living right now. Um, it, it all it, it changes throughout time and stuff. Um but yeah, I mean, yeah, like poetry is, um, it's something that, it, it, it's just a way to express yourself, just how music is, and, um, you know, it's just how you see it through your eyes, basically. That's all, how, I, how I saw it, I was like, I'm just going to write what I see through my eyes, and uh, that, was, that was basically it. I guess I was just kind of natural at it. I don't know. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing, because, you know, I think that also, to a degree, it really helps you, because... Um, you know, you didn't have too much outside influence for your writing, so you can take a very original style of writing that you developed just through, like, your own trial and error in life. Because, I mean, I, I was definitely really into poetry. Like, that's why, I, like, like when I heard that, and I, I just had this instant relation because, like, naturally, like, I always kind of gravitated towards poetry. Same thing. I didn't really know much about the people who were really originally writing until, like, I really got into rapping. And then it kind of fed into it, but I noticed that because I'll be listening. I was listening to um, to to uh, your project, and I just the way you were just 
storytelling and and rapping and just putting the, putting together you know this journey for the listener like i always like to put it put it cuz like I'm, it's like a sonic highway and i'm driving down it and the way you put it together i just like in my head i'm like this this dude must have been like a poetry champion because my girlfriend was is was a poetry champion and i've always noticed that people who've done poetry or like even spoken word they're always some of the best writers and writing is something i really pay attention to so i just want to give you props on that regard but uh one of my other questions i wanted to ask you not to drift away is is um if you could get in the studio with any artist any producer any writer any dream collaboration that you have and it can be with multiple people you can rattle off a list if you feel like man like feel free to free flow but what what do you feel like would if you get get together with the influences like say if you get together with Andre in the studio and like hang out with him you know or whatever like who 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 would you really want to develop with and uh, collaborate with? Straight up, like right now, um, if I realistically can interview with anyone, it would be uh, Kid Cudi, and um, it would be Selly. Now, I don't even know who Selly is, but he's um, he's a rapper down here in Los Angeles. Um, he's pretty popping. Um, I would definitely want to get in with those two people. Um, let me think of who else. Well, um, I would say, and I, I'm thinking more of like, and I'd say like maybe a Pharrell, definitely. <laughs> I would get in the studio with Pharrell. Um, Jaden Smith, I'd like to get in the studio with. Um, and a lot of these people I'm listening off is because not just about their music, which the music's dope. I'm also, I can, off their energy, I know that we wouldn't create good music together just because of, the energy of these people, even though I don't per se know them, I, I I've listened to a lot of their music and I and I've seen a lot of interviews and stuff, and I can that's the, the way I know I can I can feel their energy and I know what kind of person they are and, and how they would kind of be in the studio, um, and like speak about relatable stuff. Um, who else? I'm thinking of like off top, um, like Eminem will be super dumpy in the studio with, but Eminem's like, you know, I don't know, like, Eminem is a lyrical genius, first of all, but he's also, like, one of those guys that I feel like you need to leave him alone in the studio. <laughs> like, let him be, let him do his own thing for, like, you know, leave him in there for a month and he'll come out to a load of music and then you kind of hop on a track after he's already done recording it. But actually being in there creating with him, maybe, but I don't know, he's he's definitely a, I'd be dope, but I don't, I don't know if we'd vibe as much. Um, Man, I know I'm missing a lot of people, honestly, that I'd want to put in there. Like, uh, I would say Kanye West, but uh, same thing. Like his his energy, I don't know if we would vibe or not. Um, but he's a dope producer. Um, I'm working with actually pretty cool producers right now too, and I can't say like like one of my best friends is one of my producers who produced most of my project, the Bird EP um, or album, etc. But um, I'm working with another producer on the up and coming and he's he's super super dope. Um can't really mention like who he is yet or anything. But um other producers, yeah, Pharrell of course. I oh yeah, um there's a guy, Jay Prince, and he's from the UK. Um he's a super dope artist. And I would 
love to be in the studio with him too. Um, great production and everything. Um, hmm. Josh, I know I'm missing more. And then I also like that other style of music, like Suicide Boys and stuff. I, I like that style of music as well. I don't know if I can get the studio with them, but I feel like if I was in the studio with them, like something crazy would come out. Um, let's see. Oh, Chance the Rapper, for sure. Chance the Rapper. I'd love to get in the studio with him. He he has that same type of thing where he's just like storytelling and um and I listen to chance, you know, to open up my mind as far as like what I'm writing about and stuff. Like it just helps me like you know, it's like when you hear someone else's like telling a story and stuff, it kinda of clears your head and maybe reminds you of something in your life that you could have told a story about that you haven't yet. And um I listen to Chance for that kind of stuff for sure. He's a great influence too. I forgot to mention him. Um yeah, I think of who else. I don't know. Like I, I would say like Metro Boomin and um, um, who else was the other dude that's been popping right now? Uh, Metro Boomin and man, there was another. There's there's a few of them that are popping right now. There's I know Weezy's one of them, but he's like up and coming producer as well. Um. Man, there, there's, a, there's another dude, tip of my tongue, he's a white dude. He's a producer. He's producing for everybody oh, right now. Murder Beats? Oh, Murder Beats, yeah. I don't know, I was yeah. like brain dead. I'm like, dude, I see his face. I know he looks like, kind of looks like Ed Sheeran a little bit. Um, oh, dude, yeah, Ed Sheeran. He does look like Ed Sheeran, yeah. Yeah, he does, bro. I was like, that dude looks like Ed Sheeran. <laughs> dude, Ed Sheeran's going to be out. Yeah, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, man, I mean, those guys are dope, too. They're at the trends right now, and and that's cool. I I totally love the music right now, and I respect the trends going on right now. They make phenomenal beats and stuff. I just I'm trying to um, like go after a different sound than that, just because I know what I what I would you know. I just know what I would sound best on. So yeah, man. If I honestly, if if I was in the studio with Chance, Kid Cudi, and Felly. That right there would be a great collaboration. <laughs> that would be a great collaboration. That'd be a crazy song. Yeah, um, well, never, never take that out of your mind because, dude, I feel like you have such a good range. Like, you should never do anything that's trendy. Same time, man. Like, I listen to you and I'm like, I would love, dude. I could even hear you on the ninth one to be like, and I, like, I like, I think ninth. He's one of my personally favorite producers, and it's like, I just hear you like, like you soul. Yeah, ninth wonder. Oh, Night Wonder, yeah. Oh, I love Night Wonder. I forgot about Yeah, man, there's, there's a fucking bunch. I'm probably forgetting a bunch, but yeah, Night Wonder is really good, too. I'd love to get a with him. Um, yeah, Night Wonder, too. Someone else I just thought of and slipped my mind again. Oh, yeah, Big Sean. Big Sean's another one, too, I was getting to with. Big Sean was actually another big influence in my rap because he was that dude that's like, when he was starting out, too, it was just like, he was rapping on some, like, funny kind of shit. And um, it's more uplifting and up-tempo. And, and he, he was just a great rapper, so I, I would have been shown, too. Like, I feel like I would just become better just being there, like, around him. <laughs> I, I'm very... I played basketball my whole life, and I, I was 
played some football, did track. I was very competitive, you know, and whenever I'm around other people that are better than me is when I become better. I I don't really get like better faster around people that are not as good as me. Um, it's just weird. It's like I, I honestly I feel like I get worse. Um, but when I'm around people that are way better than me and influence me, I can I grow from that so fast because um, I feel like I have to keep up. So yeah, it's crazy. Like being around those kind of artists. That's you know that's that's the that's the goal. <laughs> You know, and I really appreciate that because that just shows shows the kind of mindset you need to have, especially if you're doing music. So this kind of, this this does lead in, into my next question. Like, what what do you what do you feel like has been some of the biggest moments of growth? And like, I think moments of growth they always come from uncomfort, like growing pains almost. You know, when you're an artist, and um, like honestly, I'm an artist too. I know what it's like. You have days where it's like, man, like, like this isn't going to pan out. Like, and I, you know, those those doubts are going to run through any anyone's head. You know, if you're human. So, like, what, like, what do you feel like is some of the adversity that you've had to fight through just so you can develop the reality that you want? Because you've got, I feel like you're you're getting really far. And dude, like, I I think it's like, damn, it's like you're on the verge, man. Like, it's like you're about you're you're really about to hit to me a different level and I've seen it happen to a lot of artists and I see that in you because I, I just I see the music I hear the music I mean and I see the skill I see I see the, the personality you know the down to earth like demeanor you have but um, yeah just what kind of adversity do you feel like has uh, pushed you to, to be better and readjust on this journey um having the in in my life like going to music like I had to lose friends. I had to lose girlfriends. Um, I left a lot of relationships just so I can do music. Because, like, the thing is, is when you get into it, it's like music is a business. And when you start bringing certain people into your business, you want, you wish the best. You The most ideal thing is to come up with your friends and, you know, you all said you made it together and stuff. And that's the that's the dream, you know, like, that's how you, everyone wants to kind of succeed, but it doesn't always work out that way, um, more, more not than it does, honestly, like, so, I mean, yeah, I've, I've definitely had to go through the deal of, you know, heartbreaks and, you know, losing friends because of, uh, you know, certain experiences that we've had and that you can't really turn back from, and just realizing that I'm changing as a person in a way just as much as they are, uh, and our lives aren't really matching the same anymore. It's, I'm not just doing normal shit no more. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm trying to become a famous rapper, and that's honestly, it takes a lot of sacrifices, and a lot of people aren't willing to go through that same road as you because it's not easy. It's not an easy road, and it's not like you wake up one day and you're rich, um, and you have to go through you know, a lot of moments where, you know, you just, you don't feel like, yeah, you, you really think about it, like, dang, was this all worth it? But at the end of the day, you know, you got to follow your heart and follow what is best for you, and then the rest of the world will gravitate around that. And that's what you have to really trust and believe in. A lot of people are chasing, you know, acceptance. And 
I don't, I mean, as a human, I don't blame them. It's, it's completely normal to want to be accepted, but, um, it's never what's truly going to make you happy because there's always going to be people that won't accept you no matter what. And sometimes that those people are people that you've known your whole life. Um, and, you know, it's, um, it's something that every artist has to go through, especially if you're trying to make it to a certain level, you're going to have to sacrifice like a bunch. And, you know, you set the way if that's worth it or not. But, at the end of the day, the people that are meant to be around you are meant to be around you for what you want to do in your life. If people aren't around you, then, then that's what it is. And you got to sacrifice, you know. Um, I've sacrificed a lot of investments, um, the things that didn't turn out well. And that's just from me. Like, that's how I had to learn how to write music and learn how to actually make the music. I, I also had to learn the business. And... I didn't go to school for it or anything like that. So I really kind of jumped in head on and just was figuring things out as I went. And the more I learned, the more I learned, and I'm still learning, um, the more I realized how much I didn't know. And that's also something you have to sacrifice is a lot of time. And you have to uh, put your mind in a, in a state where you can't think about the past you only could think about the present and the future because thinking about what you should have done or what you could have done is what slows you down right now. Um, you don't want to slow down because once you're gaining momentum, that's, that's where you have to keep going. Um, so, yeah, man, it's, it, it's just a lot of sacrifice. Man. I, as, you know, people that love my music and support it, like I have girlfriends that love my music and support it, but at the end of the day, it's like, if I'm going to be moving around and traveling and, you know, going out to shows and doing all this other stuff, like not even, not even girlfriends are really comfortable with that. You know, they don't, they don't think that you're going to be loyal to them or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, I, I had an opportunity, um, when I was, uh, I think it was a few years, like, yeah, it was like a few years, no, it was like six years back. It was like my last like major relationship was like three, I think three years. That was like the longest I've been like, in a relationship, but her dad had a job for me at an oil company, and I would have been making, I forgot how much it was a year, it was like 75000 a year, and it was a full career, I could have got a house. I had my life mapped out for me, like, perfectly. To, to some people, that would be perfect. But I knew it wasn't what I wanted to do. I honestly am super hippie. I don't I don't really like the oil industry. <laughs> like I don't like any of that kind of stuff. So it's like it's it's not me in general, like I I didn't really feel like I've been happy doing that. And I told her, I was like, yo, I'm like, I'm gonna keep doing my music, like that's what I wanna be and uh you know, some people just don't really like that. They they don't think you're gonna make it, they don't think you're you're doing the right choice or whatever it is, but it's like, yeah, at the end of the day you gotta do what makes you happy and like man this makes me happy so if I did something else I would I would look back back to this time and be like damn why did I stop like what if I just kept going and I think that's the one thing that makes me different from certain artists is because if there's not an instant like promise or there's not instant money then they don't they're they're giving up too easy or they just don't see anything in it but that's why it has to be more than that. You can't go into the music 
and like wanting money. You can't expect that. You have to go on it for the love of the music, and then you try to then after you have that love, then you work on building a career around that. Um, it's possible, man. There's I mean, there's a lot of people that are underground artists that you know financially make a great living. There's a lot of songwriters. There's there's so many avenues in music, and there's a spot for everybody. You know, um, I my place in music definitely is to speak for the people that feel like they don't have a voice um, and also tell my story and, you know, have people relate with that, that feel like, man, no one feels this way. And then they hear a song of mine, they're like, dang, okay, like someone does feel this way. Maybe I'm not alone. And that that's a noble thing. I think that's the, the poetic and that's a good thing to do as a musician because, man, I feel like, you know, I'm not going to mention names, but there's there are a lot of artists that are just promoting negativity so they can get clout, you know, so they can get likes on Instagram or whatever. And I really like how you're living up to that young hippie name because, like, dude, like, that's, that's a crazy position, man, like, to be in life. And, you know, you took the road less traveled, but at the end of the day, like, you can, the thing is, money doesn't make anyone happy. That's the reality. Like, money doesn't, like, I won't say, like, being poor is terrible. But at the same time, like, being, getting a bunch of money is not going to make you happy if you hate what you're doing to make it. So, I, I think, like, I would rather make 30000 a year as a musician than make 75000 as an oil, oil company. And that's just, like, Any day. Yeah, you know what I mean? And and you you seem like a very smart and aware person. And you you were just willing to take that, that risk and take this chance. And if people can't understand that, you know, it's, 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 it's like, you know, it's either you're, you're um, riding with me or you're going to have to hop out of the car. Cause I'm not going to, I'm not going to change directions. You know, this is the way we're going. I'm going at least. If you want to come with me, cool. Pretty and much. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I like, no, I'm gonna I can totally, I like. I feel like man, I know you. You remind me of someone I know. That's why. That's why it's like really. You remind me of my cousin, which is wild. So, you know, like, I just, uh, yeah, no, like, I really, I'm rooting for you, man. Like to see you win out here. And I want to jump jump into my next question, which is if you could give advice to um, any artist or just person in general, like, what message would you would you like to give? Like, what message would you like to give to the people just so they can take it? Um, I would say just work harder, work harder than anyone else's. I mean, that's it. It's like hard work over overcomes everything, and and your passion and will to do it. Um, and like, I would say just really manifest your, you know, manifest what you want. Say it every day look in the mirror and say what you're going to do and say what you want because that makes it that much more real every day um, and know what you want. A lot of, and even myself, it's like you don't really know what you want as an artist at first. Like I didn't even know, like if someone asked me, what what do you expect out of your career? What do you want? And it's like, well, people be like, oh, I'm going to be as big as Drake or, you know, I want to be um, just traveling the world, going on tours and stuff. And like that's cool, but it's like you have to have more a realistic plan than that. Like, yes, those are things that come with the journey of being a musician. But what do you want? 
fight? What is your overall outcome of what you want? And make that the thing that you're going to get. And, um, oops, a lot, I'm sorry, sorry, my horn. <laughs> a lot of people, like, want, like, I don't know, it's like, it's, it's, it's a hard, it's a, honestly a hard thing because um, a lot of people just really don't know what they want. And um, a lot of people in music, not saying everybody, but people in music sometimes tend to do music because they don't know what else to do. And they're like, well, hey, I'm just going to try to do music now. But I would say that, yeah, you'd want to basically know what you want, first of all. Second of all, find the people that are doing it, like that are actually doing it and making a career out of it, and try to, um, like, be either side at all times. Try and learn from these people because those are the people that are going to bring you to success. I, for so long, was spending time just creating my craft and stuff, which is what you should do too. You know, you should spend time creating your craft and just doing that. But at a moment when you're really trying to be like, okay, like I got a product, how am I going to turn this into profitable business? That's when you need to find the people that know how to do that. And the only way you're going to find those people is honestly by knowing somebody that knows someone. And you have to know someone that you can trust. Because the music industry is shy to you. There's millionaires um, that still scan people that are broke. You know, that's how they became rich and shit. It's like scanning people. Not even that, but like sometimes they'll be get, become rich off whatever, like a, a song placement or something. Um, and then they have a lot of ends in the industry. But the thing is, is that they'll use that, they'll use that power that they have to target artists, up-and-coming artists, and make them believe they are these certain people and then basically get you to extort money to them, spend money, spend money to to get these plugs or have a meeting or whatever it is that they want you to do, and you just blindly believe them, that's also very dangerous because they, they're they just skimping you because they know that you have a lot of passion, a lot of heart, so watch out for those people out there, especially at the beginning out, because a lot of people are going to reach out to you, especially online and stuff, more than anywhere, but also in real life. And people reach out to you and stuff, and just because they think you're stove or just because, you know, they hype you up a bunch doesn't mean that it's, they really believe that. They could literally be saying that as like a sales tactic because in order to sell something to someone, you want to win over their heart first. And once you win over their heart and win over their trust, then it's very easy to sell something to someone. So um, I would say, yeah, definitely watch out for people like that because there's a lot of them in the music industry. It's a very cutthroat business. There's a lot of independent businesses through the industry. Um, and not everything is real. Just because someone says something doesn't mean it's real. And um, it's something I definitely had to learn, like, throughout time. And that's how I became the person I am today. And, you know, even why um, I'm down here where I'm at, it's like I've learned so much as far as, like, the business side of it. And also that's the thing is I would say just learn the business. Like, really try to look online and learn the business for yourself. Don't trust people to do it for you because the moment you don't know something and then you give it to someone else to do, that person has control over your success. And you don't want anyone to have control over your own success. You want to have your eggs in multiple baskets. And, you know, if one basket gets lost or drops or whatever – 
you got another one. Like you got you have multiple options. Yeah, you put everything into something and you completely rely on them for certain things and there's no one else you can go to for those things. Then the moment that they decide not to help you or they decide to screw you, then then that's it. Um a lot of artists will get that with a three sixty deal. It's like you can um and I I mean I don't know personally because I even honestly met personally I never went to a meeting and got offered a deal, a three sixty deal, but I know what it is. Um I actually have never been to a label meeting yet because of this fact is a lot of labels they're not going to want to pick you up unless they're offering you like a three sixty deal, which is basically uh twenty five thousand dollars you be twenty five thousand dollars to create a project, but they want you to um quadruple that or triple it triple profit so it's so you owe them a hundred thousand dollars off of your project they give you twenty five thousand in investment you have to flip it and return them a hundred thousand dollars so use that money in any ways you want you know media um, time and music videos and uh, PR like publicists and stuff all that kind of stuff um, and then you you literally have to try to make sure that that money is going to and that project is going to flip and make that money back through shows through merchandise through all that other stuff but the overall point is I'm saying is if you don't know any of this stuff or you don't know you're getting into, then don't do it yet. Like, find out someone that knows how to do it or knows how to guide you um, in the right ways and someone that you can really trust. Like, the gut feeling can trust this person. Um, that's the only way, man, because otherwise you get stuck in a, a deal and then you do a project or whatever and then get promoted well because maybe you don't know a promoter or you didn't know who to hire to promote it because you think the label's going to promote you super heavy, but that's not the truth. I mean, these major labels sign hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of artists. Like, they have so many artists. There's a bunch of people sign the labels that, you know, people just don't even know and stuff. And you have to literally, like, do all that stuff yourself. And people don't realize that. They think once you get signed, like, everything's done for them, and it's not true. It's, it's honestly hard. It's more pressure because now you're like, dang, I have to, like, set a limit to make sure I make this much, much money. For me, independently, I could spend my own money, take my own project, do my own thing. And whatever I make off it, that's cool, but I'm not owing anybody anything. So that's the difference. And um, so, yeah, just be very careful with that. Um, a lot of artists' careers will get ruined just from one deal. They spend all their time trying to get out of this deal and paying back these companies and um, having to make, like, two or three projects before their deal's up and all that stuff. And um, better, better better way to do it is just do it independently. Um connect with as many people as you can and um, don't trust everyone. And that's that's the thing is you can't trust everyone. Um, but, you know, it's it's part of the business and, and it's something that, you know, people have told me in the past, but it, it's really hard to know until you live through things to, like, try to tell other people. But it's, like, one of the most crucial things is, like, you have to look at it as a business at all times. When you're going in somewhere, you're looking at it as, it's fun and stuff, but it's also work, you know. You that's what you want in life, you gotta make sure you're finding a way to do that. Organization. Be organized. Um yeah, as far as up and coming artists and also just yeah, developing your sound, man. Like 
don't copy anybody. Just just try and find your own unique sound before anything. Because if you have no product to sell, then you don't even know the business yet because you don't have anything to even sell. But um, it's very possible, man. Like, people think everything's so impossible. It's, it's not. It's the fact that you're already saying it's impossible that makes it impossible because you're putting that out into the universe. The universe takes that, what you're saying, and makes that a reality. You put out the fact that it is possible and that you are going to see these people will make that just as much of a reality. They'll put it out there and let people know. It's like, it's all it is, man. It's self-manifestation. Like rappers be talking about it all the time, you know. They manifest the shit. Wow. So I, I think that's like, that, that's a good piece of advice that people need to take in because, I mean, like there are a lot of artists that get screwed over, you know, by these labels. And I think that's a side that people don't really hear. Like, you know, I think it's that's really cool that you just said, go online and look up these deals if you really want to be on a label. If you want to go indie and do your thing, that's different. But if you want to be on a label, you really don't know what you're getting yourself into. But this kind of leads me into a, a different, like slightly different direction. I, I wanted to ask you, um, like what, like, do you have a podcast you listen to, a certain album, a book you like to read, or even a movie or TV show you like to watch at times? Like, what, like, is there anything that 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 motivates you to grind a little harder and to, you know, to just keep at it? Um, I look up a lot of interviews on YouTube, like a lot. Um, I look at all the artists' interviews. I listen to Dominic live. He's like a news dude on YouTube. He keeps up with all the industry stuff. I look at stuff like that, kind of keep a keep track of people, and just see kind of what they're up to. Because like, and also, um, I I look into um, I guess I mean, I I I'm into like as far as books. I mean, there is a book I can refer to people actually. Let's see, it's called. Um, I don't forget the title. But I have it right here. Let me show. I have it in my car with me at all times. Um, because it's it's basically like a marketing book, and it's dope because people just makes the marketing tactic and everything more simple. Um, it simplifies everything and makes like. I actually got it from, so I went to um, San Francisco uh, for a show, and it was at this, it's the event, and I met this guy that works at Pandora, and me and him became, you know, good friends, and uh, he liked my music, and he wanted to help me out, so he got me this book, oh, here it is, yeah, so it's called The Perennial Seller, uh, Perennial Seller, Sorry. The Art of Making and Marketing Work That Last. Um, it's by Ryan Holiday. And the book isn't that long. It's like, you know, 250 pages or something like that. Um, but it basically shows you from step one to the end of how you should market something and how you should, um, you know, set about your stuff. And it, it helped me a lot. It's it's a really great book. Like I, I still read it right now. Even my I read, I go through it all the time and look to and just see what I could do to, you know, better better my music and all that stuff. Um, and I also like TV shows and stuff. I'd be watching TV every once in a while. Um, that usually I'm on YouTube or something like that. 
and I got Netflix with like half the other people on like Hulu or whatever the heck. And I'd be like, I'm really into um, like fantasy stuff. I'm I'm into like, um, you know, like superhero shit or yeah, anything that's comics. I'm into all that kind of stuff. When I was young, I was super into Harry Potter. Um, uh, I I like that stuff because I I had a crazy. I mean, I still have a crazy imagination, but you know, like a kid, man. I I just had the. I would write. I would really write my own stories and stuff like that. When I was younger, I would you know write my own kind of superheroes and comics and all that stuff because uh, I just relate with that. I like the fact you can escape from life and just like uh, live in a different world for a little bit. And I, my mind always would be in a different world anyway, so I super related with that kind of stuff. Um, but I'd say as far as like making me grind and everything, it's definitely like YouTube. Um, I watch a lot of videos on just interviews and I mean, you can get so much information to some. Like I said, if you want to be a, if you want to do the big things, you got to be around the big people. You can't be around the big people. At least watch their interviews. Watch every single one of them, um, because they tell you literally how they did it. They'll tell you how they became who they were and stuff. And some of the stuff they're not going to tell you. There's all the behind the scenes stuff too, but they're telling you the overall basis of how they did something, and that you have to take to heart, like. And you're like, damn, I got to get on that. Like Mac Miller, he was driving around in uh, his car with his friend, literally handing out CDs to people like, hey, you want a CD? Yada, yada. And like, he'd be at the mall selling CDs, you know? Like, he had somebody to hand out, and then he would sell some at the at the mall and stuff. And he really made hella money doing that. Like, all he, you know, he just made hella money doing that. Those shows, he built his own following in Pittsburgh. He already had fifty thousand dollars before he even signed to Lostrum Records. He made he made fifty fifty thousand dollars by himself. So it's just like that in itself is freaking phenomenal. Like that's if I let's go with any independent artist. You're making that money. You're already kind of making it. Like people don't realize that it takes a lot of money to make big moves. Like you can't just go from zero to a hundred um, like overnight. And a lot of people think it's overnight, but it's a lot of planning and a lot of determination and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, man, that inspired me. It's like, dang, I watch these interviews, man. I watch all of them. Like, and anything you have questions on, man, that's why we're blessed in this day of age, bro. Like, there's no excuse. You, you can go online and find anything, man. We used to have to go to the library, look at, look at books and, like, research books and try to read through the books and see what we can get out of it yada, yada. Now you can just go online and ask Google anything you want. <laughs> and pretty much you'll find it. Um, that's the gift nowadays, man. It's like, take advantage of that. If you have a question, just freaking ask the internet. <laughs> a lot of times you'll find someone else that had that question and someone answered it or, you know, that's that's the way to do it nowadays, man. I mean, that's the overall reason why I moved down to L.A. It was Portland's dope and I respect everyone doing their thing in Portland and that's what's up. But, I mean, just as, as much as, you know, you want to, as much as any other artist is willing to be, it's like you want to be known worldwide. You don't want to be known just in Portland. So you got to get out and be known in other areas. The only way you can do that is by physically doing it. You can do it on the Internet too, but um, you definitely have to, like, make those moves. And, yeah, I'm down here, like, you know, meeting people and doing my thing. Um and it's actually helped me crucially because 
the move I'm making now is going to determine my future in the next few years, you know? And it's like, if I didn't come down here, it's like, I meet people in Portland, which are dope, that do music and stuff, but I'm meeting people down here, it's like, you know, they're making, they're living a million dollar home off music. Like, that's, that's, you know, more the goal, <laughs> is just being in that situation. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's all stuck in stride, but I'd say definitely, like, yeah, I watch a lot of YouTube. <laughs> I think that's really awesome because that's the thing. We have a gold mine called the Internet of Knowledge, and people don't have an excuse to not utilize the knowledge at this point. So I think, I, I think too, the thing about being a rapper or a musician, I think people are really attracted to the image of it. Like, oh, I want to get girls. I want to have money, this and that. But it's like they don't understand at all. Like, you got to rehearse your, your music when you perform. Like, there are certain things that are going to take time out of day. Like, you got to record in the studio for hours. You're going to have to hear criticism. Like, sometimes you're going to have to, you're going to have to learn from your mistakes. And, like, people, they don't like that part of it. And it's like, but to me, like, that is, like, that's my favorite. Like, I don't care about the other crap. It's like, give me, like, the, give me the, as much of the grind as possible. And you got to eat it. And that's what I respect about you. Like, you're not, you're not sugarcoating things. You're just, you're just, you're, you're giving straight facts and truth. And, you know, um, I, I don't want to go off subject, but this is a quick, like, I, I'm going to be wrapping up the interview soon, and I, afterwards I would like you to plug your social media, and I'm going to play your song and everything at the end of my podcast, and hopefully maybe even play your project and stream it, because I'm I'm such a fan. I really want people to take a listen to it. But, um, my next question is, in your video for Late Nights, like, have you ever seen the, have you ever seen the movie Office Space? Yeah, yeah. Did, did I you ever buy from that? Yeah, and buy from that. I was wondering because in the beginning of the video, when you slap dude and, and you're in the cubicle, I was laughing my ass off, dude, because like I just I just appreciated like the theatrics of it, and it just really reminded me of Office Space because I've been in like I've worked in an office area, and I've had points where I'm just like, man, fuck this job, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I felt like that spoke for a lot of people. Definitely, dude. Like that was really awesome. You know, I really appreciate talking to you. And, and dude, I, I I really want to see you win. You know, I'm definitely gonna be plugging you heavy on my page because I I mess with your music and I I want more people to listen to it. You know, I'm playing you for a few of my friends and they've been bobbing their heads, just really really liking it. And yeah. It, and especially, you did say a lot of facts, you know, about the industry and the last portion where you spoke and and just laid out, like, the vast amount of knowledge that it takes, like, to do this and the pitfalls, I, I think it's a good because you have experience. And if you can pass down that experience, it, it really is an incredible thing. So um, if there's anything you want to plug, this is – the stage is all yours now. If there's anything you want to endorse, market – feel free, say it now, like, you know, and just get it out there because I, I want people to know where they can find you and where they can contact you. Yeah, so um, you can contact me on Young Lit Hippie. It's uh, young, like, regular, Y-O-U-N-G, L-I-T, Hippie, H-I-P-P-Y. Um, it's on Instagram, Young Lit Hippie, Twitter, Young Lit Hippie, Facebook, Young Lit Hippie, YouTube, Young Lit Hippie. Um, you can um, check out my new project, Bird. I dropped that um, a month and a half ago. Um, keep an eye out on my Instagram and 
uh, my Facebook. I, I stay pretty live on that. Um, I let people know what I'm doing. Um, things that are coming up, we'll be releasing a new single pretty soon, and I'll announce that pretty soon. Um, also going to be working on a new project, um, and I have a title for that. I just don't want to get super into it yet, but once I do announce the title, I'll explain why and everything. I um, check out all my videos, Late Night, How to Vibe, and uh, Be Somebody. Those are my three new videos that dropped this year in 2018. Um, if you watch them back-to-back, they're one continuous story. Um, I don't know how many people notice that, but I do it kind of subliminally. Um, every, you end one, you end late nights, and it goes right into How to Vibe, and How to Vibe, and it'll go right into Be Somebody. It's all one story, and the correlation, and um, I just want to see, you know, if you check it out, you know, hit me up and tell me what you think about it, tell me what you believe the story is about, and all that stuff, um, and let's see, let me see, yeah, feel free to um, hit me up on Instagram, I'm very active on there, uh, send me your email if you want to be added to email listing, uh, I do that, just like, keep all my fans in contact, um, let's see what else. Uh, keep it out. Keep an eye out for me in LA. I'm out here in Los Angeles, so if anyone's out here that wants to collaborate or anything, um, just feel free to hit me up. Pretty down there, dude. I'm actually about to go to my homie's house right now. Make some music. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Just stay active and look and look me up on YouTube, man. Like, um, I try to I try to really correlate my stories through my videos and through my music. Um, and Birdie P, that's it's called Birdie P because it's about you know evolving as a bird evolves, so it becomes big enough to get out of the nest. It's like you got to drop out of that nest and you're either flying or you're dying, you know. And uh, that's kind of where I went. It was like all in. <laughs> so that's what kind of the project represents. Um, and shout out to everyone part of the project that helped do it. Uh, shout out to my producer Sayu Beats, you know, one of my best friends too. Um, he's a very big part of that project. Um, Every new day is a better me. Yeah, old memories are dead to me. Late night, right? Could catch a felony. Cause I've been drinking, smoking, leaning, function, drinking, smoking, leaning, function, drinking, smoking, leaning, function, drinking. For the sex, I've been so focused on getting my check. I come with that work, so I stay so alert. But still getting high, I finesse with the birds. My choices of life, and I stick with my word. Hey, need to show them what you were. Yeah, enemies that got dirt on ya. Don't make me spread that word on ya. Hot boxes and marijuana. They used to know me by the waist, like corner. Parties popping in the pills, too. Never looking at my rear view, cause the head is only where I'm at it. Yeah, fuck these rappers, big headed. No cash, not a credit. I've been well invested. They can see progression, so it ain't no question. She got an ass like Kardashian. She's shaking this way beyond average. I don't care about your status. All I notice is your baggage. Used to not have it, now I have it. Working like a savage. Wanted that the minute. Checking, then I vanish. Y'all can understand it. Wonder where I'm at. I've been skipping planning. I've been skipping planning. Then I'm moving on to better things. Yeah. Every new day is a better me. Yeah. Old memories are dead to me. Late night, right? 
could catch a felony Cause I've been drinking, smoking, leaning, function, drinking, smoking, leaning, function, drinking, smoking, leaning, function, drinking, smoking, leaning, function, Cause y'all can't give me face Yo bitch you give me face while I'm drinking, smoking, leaning Smoking, 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 I got to stay so blessed, never rest till I cash my check. In the next, in the next day, shake after that too. For the haters, I'll be bad news, I'm with past you. Feel I'm moving on to better things, yeah. Every new day is a better me, yeah. Old memories are dead to me. Late night, right, could catch a felony. Cause I've been drinking, smoking, leaning, function, drinking, smoking, leaning, function, drinking, smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking, I rotate, sipping on some rose. Yeah. Gotta keep your head up. Even if you 
fed up in the mix That's some real life shit Gotta figure out quick that If you gon' be somebody Go ahead I can never do right Didn't know it felt right No one day Everybody want to trip But you didn't see the downside Coming from the outside If you gon' be somebody Go ahead I can never do right Didn't know it felt right No one day Everybody want to trip But you didn't see the downside Coming from the outside Look at this Emotions. I think alone and making known through my motions I've been avoiding the drama A lot of these people wanna see you fall But not my people live together as equals I made it this far Fear felon is for the failures I'm back and I gotta tell you Feeling better than ever Never forget what my father told me The only way I fell is if I quit And these days it's hard to tell What true love is Why we scared of love shit But embrace drugs like we owe it something Realizing that the time's now So I'll stay up when it's sundown And when I come up, they gon' come around But I'm still where the same ones have been down Now I woke up, good morning No, but now what's a true story? Becoming fully alive through the minds of five For the young call, open your eyes and say Finally alive when I open my mind I'm seeing the signs Truly believing that there's a freedom beyond these stripes God bless America But why the world scared of us? Maybe we too ahead of us Let's keep your tongue tucked That's what my mama said I'm just being human with a reasonable conscience Music's deluded, you gotta look through the nonsense And find the realest, newest nigga Tell me what's popping And play it on Spotify Yeah, the creation before creating I've been invading my brain with the pages I orchestrated with lyrics I make you hear it 
deliberate, can't interfere it They fear it, I had a feeling cause I'm seeing the vision Fully committed with repetition, I'm pushing limits I put that pen and paper together and every letter I know you feel it Turning into someone I know you isn't Just know I've been there, now I'm so self-aware I'm Realizing that the time's now So I'll stay up when the sun down And when I come up, they gon' come around But I'm still where the same ones I've been down Now I woke up, good morning Knowing now what's a true story Becoming fully alive through the minds They fly for New York, call, open your eyes and say it